Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is March 20th in the year 2020, day eight of Wrestling Without a Live Audience. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Justin Labar. Now, here's the deal. As many of you know, Matt Morgan is the mayor of Longwood, Florida. He was called away. He had a city business he had to attend to immediately. He has the link to join our stream yard here. As soon as he av- he's available, he's trying to make himself available. Uh, this is not gaslighting. Say Matt will show up when he shows up or he'll be here soon. But I just want to be really real with you that he is dealing with things for his community right now that are bigger than the world of pro wrestling. And he is every intention to try and make it tonight. So we hope he's able to join our broadcast in progress. Can't promise anything, but he said he's going to try. Uh, that being said, you've got me, you got Justin. We're here to talk about SmackDown, the third WWE show without an audience. I'm not really counting NXT. I think that they didn't even really try. It's not even worth counting as a WWE yeah. attempt of the new yeah. format. Yeah, NXT was a show on tape. Yes. Uh, and I have to say tonight, I think this was a huge improvement, especially of what we saw Monday. And I think that this format might actually work if they keep experimenting with it. Well, they definitely took a more honest attempt at trying to replicate a normal SmackDown, right? I mean, it, it, they, I mean, granted, they did cut away for, I don't know how long it was, half hour at least to show a WrestleMania 30 match. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, you know, they did something, you know, obviously, it, it, the format of it just did feel a little bit more traditional SmackDown. Now, again, it goes back to, you know, especially when you put it side by side to comparing to what we talked about with AEW a few nights ago, um, you know, you still were seeing these empty seats. Um, you're still hearing nothing for the most part while these matches are going on because there is no uh, attempt to put people in the crowd like AEW did with their wrestlers. Um, but this is the reality. This is the new reality for, for, for the temporary time. And uh, it is what it is. Um, I guess at this point, maybe it's, maybe at this point, it's try to condition us to get to accept this as the new normal because we're gonna have to accept this new normal uh, for the granddaddy of them all this year, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, which is gonna take place over two nights, and they are just uh, adding matches tonight. We saw mm. setting up. I mean, I I wonder if we're gonna end up with two nights, not three hours each, but two nights of five hours each with its own pre-show and everything. 
Well, you know, I mean, like they can't do battle royals. Obviously, that would be uh, very much against uh, social distancing. But a gauntlet match. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to get battle royals. So uh, it, it only took a pandemic for us not to get uh, <laughs> to get two or get you know get Andre the Giant battle royals. That mean nothing. Uh, but yeah, so there just seems like they're gonna just they're just unloading these singles matches on us, and uh, I'm surprised by this. Honestly, I really did think that when we found out earlier this week that it was gonna be a two night event, April fourth and April fifth. Uh, at the time, I think there were eight matches that we knew of, the, the kind of the core eight matches that they've been building Mania around, and then then usually at this point, is when you get these secondary matches that come in, a lot of the matches that get relegated to the pre show essentially. But I thought when they announced it was going to be two nights from the Performance Center, I thought they were just going to keep it at those eight, and they'd kind of make it, you know, the best of the best. The way WrestleMania honestly should be, but because they are in this situation, that they would not, uh, Vince would not want to put any more matches that aren't necessary out there in this situation that's less than ideal. But it, it seems that that's not the case, because now we're getting uh, probably an IC title match, contingent on what happens next week on SmackDown. We're getting, I think, oh, I think another women's match was made tonight. Uh, who I, I don't I don't think they announced it, but we saw business with Otis and, and Dolph. So what, I mean, it's, it's it, yeah, this could be a combined ten hours between the two nights. Which I know people are looking for things to watch and looking for entertainment and looking for things to look forward to. But even still, when uh, when self quarantine, and I don't know if I want that much wrestling on those two nights. And uh, what are you hearing about these rumors that WWE is now proactively finally, after people have been saying it for a week, they're finally going to shoot a whole bunch of content now to uh, help them get a little ahead of things going into WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah that's one of the big reports we had on Wrestling Inc. today is that there, uh, it's believed, you know, there's there's two episodes of Raw now and two episodes of SmackDown now remaining prior to April fourth and April fifth. It's it's believed that they probably are going to start. Um, getting some stuff in the can, as they would say in TV, uh, so that way they don't necessarily have to keep bringing talent and crew back multiple times. That they can try to, while they have everybody, you know, because they are testing people as they go to the performance center, making sure they're healthy. So if you can do that now, while you know they're all healthy, before you send them back out in the world, not knowing what they could pick up and who they come in contact with, and then keep coming back, uh, it's smart. I, I, I get that, and really, you know, if you have such a small, closed set, you can kind of control you can kind of control and know who's there and, and, and try to hope spoilers don't get out. If spoilers get out, you know, it's okay. It's one of a, a handful of these people that leaked it. So I, I make, that makes sense. They could I, shoot, they could pre-tape multiple endings. Like they're like, who shot JR <laughs> a movie, to these yeah. matches? They could, they could. I, and you know, and maybe that's what you have to do because also in the same report is that there's a talk that maybe it's being kept apparently very close to the vest, vest the vents and a very, select group of people in WWE know what the plan is if they even know for sure of whether or not WrestleMania matches will truly be live or whether or not they will have been taped in advance at some point. Now, again, you, that, that would sound preposterous in any other situation. Cause you'd be like, well, you can't have WrestleMania spoilers out there of who wins. But again, if in a closed set situation, you, you Potentially, and you could um, do so much with that. This could be so cool, and and that's the other rumor, right? That they're going to go outside the box. This isn't going to be like anything you've ever seen before. I think they're going to take these ideas that you've heard us speculate about about shooting uh, matches in different locations, giving it a more cinematic feel. Uh, I mean, do you think that even what we saw tonight, and every performer went out there and did their damnedest, uh, but even that, or even AEW, do you think that's going to feel like WrestleMania? No, no, and that's and that's what and that's. Uh, 
it, you know, it's hard. You don't want to sound like, on, on the one hand, given what, what the world is dealing with, what the country is dealing with, you know, you, you know, we should just be thankful that they're, aside from whether you agree or disagree or the health, I mean, we should be thankful that they're just trying to give us entertainment here. But yeah, this is not going to feel like WrestleMania. I, at least, I, at least I, I, from what we know, and we don't know everything. I mean, who knows? They might surprise us, and they—I don't know what they could try to pull. Everything out, should be like the backlot brawl. It, it, they could, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess you need to just try to mask the fact that it's not this big stadium, it's not pyro, it's not this big feel. They're gonna have to try to mask that, obviously, with the action being great, which I don't doubt the action in the ring being great. All these performers are top notch, but it, like, maybe it's something innovative that we've never seen. Maybe it's. Having maybe it's the ability to have live comments uh, appear on the screen. Obviously, they have to be filtered and, and moderated. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but maybe there's something that that encourages live interaction, which will keep people engaged. That way, they aren't turned off an hour in with this empty arena WrestleMania and and then give up on it. I don't know. It's interesting. So, a, all all elite wrestling has a statement they just put out. Uh, interesting timing from Tony Khan saying our goal every week with AEW Dynamite and TNT is to produce great shows to our fans. And I believe we do. We feel especially motivated to serve our audience this past Wednesday night, given what the entire world is coping with. And hopefully we gave them a well-deserved escape during these trying times. Everyone at AEW is very proud of what we delivered and humbled by the response and the kind words we received from the fans and partners throughout the world. Uh, Thank you. We continue to answer that calling with live weekly shows every Wednesday night on TNT, but the time and circumstances aren't right for the card we had planned next week for Blood and Guts. So Blood and Guts officially postponed. Blood and Guts. It said the show will happen when the time is right, but you can count on instead this coming Wednesday night is a great live episode of AEW Dynamite featuring Jericho confronting Matt Hardy face-to-face, one-on-one for the first time ever, and a tremendous night of wrestling action. In the meantime, AEW, yada, yada, Thank you, thank you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, it's, still, it's still possible they could have, uh, maybe after Dynamite this past Wednesday, maybe they could have filmed the interaction with Jeremy. They could have definitely filmed essentially next week's Dynamite already. Yeah. Mr. Matt Morgan coming to us from an undisclosed location. No, I'm in my car because you got crazy stuff happening here in our city right now. Everything okay? No. Dude, the fans will understand if you need to deal with that. We we kind of preempted them, told me you had shit going on. I just ripped off my suit and put these sleep clothes on so I can do this show. So we're good. Well, thank you. So AEW just announced that Dynamite's happening Wednesday, but not Blood and Guts. That event and that match have been postponed. Well, we figured as much. They weren't going to be able to travel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but tonight's SmackDown, Matt, what did you think of tonight? compared to uh, the audience-less wrestling we've seen on WWE so far. Uh, did you not think this was a step up? I thought it was a huge step up. I kind of right. dug it. It was good. It was good. Very yeah. good. Uh, we have some super chats. Jay Lane saying, classic WWE couldn't just give us Sasha versus Bailey. It's going to be a six-woman match at WrestleMania. And uh, then we had... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> just incredible... Zero zero saying I saw Gronk's introduction on Twitter and said, "Nope, not going to watch that." Glad I didn't. <laughs> uh, so, what did you think of that tonight? We had uh, Gronk making his WWE debut, introduced by Mojo Rawley, coming out Terrible. dancing to the ring as if he were No Way Jose, terrible. minus the conga line. Yeah, geeky, dorky, and terrible. Sorry. This may have benefited from a live audience. Oh, in. 
in New England, yes. I would argue anywhere else. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, you know, this uh, Gronk will do some service to them when SummerSlam comes around from Boston in August. But, uh, yeah, that <laughs> kind of just came off a little goofy, like Matt said. I don't, um, you know, I'd like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, Gronk's you know one one you know one, a great football player and he and he comes out there and he's dancing around like like he's Steve Urkel or something I don't know. <laughs> I think Justin Labar is the first person ever to compare Rob Gronkowski to Steve Urkel. Oh, I'm a Family Matters fanatic. I I have some <laughs> recorded. I love some Family Matters. So what what if Gronk is the Stefan Urkel of the equation? <laughs> <laughs> you love Stefan. Stefan. I've, fun, 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 fun fact: eighty percent of the Family Matters cast follows me on Twitter. That's how cool I am. Really? I'm yes. I, I think I'm a little jealous of that. Jaleel White, Kelly Shanine wow. Williams, Tammy Townsend. Uh, and here I thought it was impressive with Richard Greco following me on Twitter. <laughs> like you, you Richard Greco. Well, hang on, Richard Greco follows everybody. Does he? Yes. Oh, now I, I don't feel, feel special. Seriously, I I felt special until I saw his list of people he's following. <laughs> I, I tweeted nice things uh, to him after I binge watched Booker last summer. I was like, you know, uh, poor Richard Greco and where he's at in life. Um, anyhow, Gronk came out and then Baron Corbin interrupted it. Elias came out and interrupted that. And uh, Gronk decided to make the match of Corbin versus Elias at WrestleMania 36. Thanks for the shout out too, Glenn. Oh, yeah, you were totally right. Corbin uh, and uh, – I mean, right, that match is going to end with Gronk getting involved and Who going cares? after Corbin. Who cares? People do. And you know what's funny? That, that tweet of mine that you promoted, Glenn, where I, yeah. where I said – when they announced Gronk had signed last week and I said I could see his first uh, feud being Baron Corbin. Baron gets easy heat, et cetera, et cetera. Baron Corbin replied on Twitter and said, I'll pass. <laughs> and then here he is having to do it, so – uh, little. He 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 actually responded to you and said, "I'll pass." Publicly, it wasn't a DM. He That's publicly awesome. responded and said, "I'll pass." That's awesome! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh so after that, we and I feel like for a lot, that's going to be the big headline from tonight. But for wrestling fans, whatever. Good for Mojo. Mojo is the biggest winner in all of this. Yeah, of course. Happy for him. Great. I still don't care about this storyline or Gronk. Yes. Uh, after that, we had Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. This was good. This was very good. Yeah. You, I mean, for indie wrestling fans, technical wrestling fans, this was fantastic. Yes, exactly. Uh, that's why I dug it. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, these, these, these four guys, these four guys aren't going to have a bad match crowd or no crowd. This is just, uh, yeah. And, uh, Sammy Zayn was on commentary during this and after uh basically cesaro got rolled up for the pin um gulak stopped him from uh brian rolled up cesaro for the pin uh gulak stopped nakamura from making the save sammy yelled at the referee claiming that brian was in the legal man at the time and uh basically setting it up so what is it going to be next week it's going to be uh Drew gulak versus shinsuke and if and then if 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 Drew if Drew wins that, then Brian gets an icy title shot. I think at WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. That sounds like a. I mean, a, a, that sounds like a Mania match. It sh- it it should be. It should be built up to be, and it won't get past the pre-show. 
Yeah. Well, two nights, Matt. Two nights of Mania. If you don't make it on the main card with Mania being oh, two oh, nights. Yeah, not in this circumstance, but yeah, yes. normally. Plus, I don't think they're really going to have a pre-show because, you know, like with them trying to control people and the number of people and this and that, I, I don't – I mean, I think you'll probably get something from Stanford Studios. They'll, they'll do something where, like, they're, they're hyping up them and they'll show some video packages, but I don't think you're going to get a pre-show traditionally with matches as well. I think it's just going to be – Studio pipe and then go to the go to the real deal. Uh, Baby Maharaja with the five dollars super chat saying, "God forbid Jinder's return is used to put Gronk over." Glenn, please convince me this won't be happening. I think if Jinder Mahal is in good health, I think that will absolutely be happening. The question is, how long? Will they give it more than a segment? Will this be a feud, or will it just be Jinder comes out and says, "Oh, maybe the night after the Mania after Raw, if wrestling is continuing, then is normal." Uh, Jinder comes out and enters a feud with Gronk. And that's the one thing we've heard nothing of. You know, we hear about them maybe taping some stuff for these next two Raws and next two SmackDowns. We hear about them maybe taping some of these Mania matches prior to it airing, airing on on the 4th and 5th of April. There's been no mention of, of, of what happens, um, you know, what happens on that Monday. You know, are, are they actually going to keep, are they going to keep doing this? Or are they going to finally just, rein it in, hunker down, and wait for this to pass. I don't understand why they wouldn't just right now tell everyone, let's make it through this and you can go home to your families till summertime. Like, let's just do this like a movie and shoot two weeks straight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just at least give everybody off at least through April and then to see see where things lie come May. It just, and I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I feel like we've become the coronavirus podcast uh, for half of our time in recent memory. But yeah, I think they really need to uh, make sure they keep the quality up and keep programming going because I think once people get out of the routine, I don't know that it's going to be beneficial for WWE in the long term. Um, So we had Bailey and Sasha Banks come to the ring, Paige uh, Skyping in from Los Angeles. And this was an interesting angle. I know people had speculated before that Paige was going to come back and maybe get into something with them, but instead she was there to essentially say that, you know, uh, they're not respecting the women that paved the way for them. She was going to announce uh, <laughs> Bailey's match for WrestleMania. And uh, Lacey Evans, then Dana Brooke, of course, to which Bailey laughed and said, what's next? Is Tamina going to be in the match? So Paige added Tamina, uh, Naomi, and then lastly, Sasha. So I guess the prediction was right. We are getting Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania, just with four other women as well. I'm sure it comes down to the two of them at the end. It has to, right? There's no other way to book that. Yes, and it's smart. I wouldn't waste Be- uh, Becky versus Sasha on this WrestleMania where there's no payoff. Yeah. I yeah. think that's smart. I-, I mean, it sucks for us to have to watch it instead of watching what we want to watch, but business sense and for the girls that still gives them another money match down the road and i'm glad that they're saving it what's up with Paige, justin was she there was any gonna wrestle anyway i'll tell you right i know Paige. she wasn't gonna be, she wasn't gonna be able to wrestle hmm. yeah i mean i i yeah i i, I can't offer more than the matches in there yeah. it's just weird that they tease that angle of having her involved it felt like tonight like like she this was is gonna, she was gonna manage she wasn't gonna wrestle gotcha gotcha um Special so, guest referee or me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so 
to hype the match at WrestleMania 36 between John Cena and The Fiend, we got the replay of Cena versus Wyatt at WrestleMania 30 from 2014. God, hard to believe that was six years ago. Um, Matt, what did you think of rewatching this match and using it as the crux of saying this is where The Fiend was truly born? I thought it made sense, didn't it? I think they're, it's ignoring everything Bray did for the six years in between. How? Well, this idea that, I mean, Bray was still out there doing his jibber-jabber, the same shtick. Like, he didn't disappear, and then we didn't see Bray, and he came back, and he's like, oh, I mentally broke, and now there's but the it's, it's it's meant to signify that this was the start of the downward spiral, okay. him losing the Cena, and then everything from that point until The Fiend was created is why The Fiend was created. Um, I, I think the most interesting aspect is, like, them showing this, and they've gotten good numbers off of showing premium content from the network in uh, in these recent weeks. I think the interesting thing is they're basically showing a WrestleMania match with the sub yes. with the sub context being this match yes. didn't go the way the guy wanted, and like almost like saying this match went bad, and 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 that's why this guy has spiraled. Yes, and led to him phoning it in after a little bit after that, doing the crazy stuff with Matt Hardy, all this stupid stuff that we didn't like. It's not his fault. It's John Cena's fault. Yeah. I like that. When yeah. in doubt, blame John Cena. Right, right. In fact, <laughs> I should have used that tonight when I was upset. <laughs> With some yeah. shenanigans here in my city, I should have blamed it on John Cena. Yeah. It was, it was weird for me because this is the first time I've watched this match back with commentary and everything because I was there live for this, so I only saw it live. I never went and watched it back again. And, yeah, it, it's weird. Like, Cena rarely has a bad match. John's just so – John's just John Cena. But, like – and you have, like, the Wyatt family, so you have moving parts to help the goo-goo gaga. But, like, there was just no rhythm to that match. I, and so sitting down and watching and having the commentary there, there just really wasn't, like, a, a defined rhythm. I don't know if one of them was hurt. I don't know if – I don't know what it was, but yeah, they're just the match was just not a the WrestleMania match you thought it should be for who John Cena is and for the build that Bray Wyatt had in 2014. I liked seeing an older match more than a more recent match. I think this worked better tonight than the other replays we saw. The Rumble match was cool, but like I would rather have watched this again five times than the Elimination Chamber match again that we just saw recently. So well, that that comment actually segues into the other news item I was going to bring up. Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, which is ESPN announced because ESPN, of course, is in dire need of programming with 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 oh, a yeah. lot of sports going on. ESPN has announced that for the next three Sundays, they're going to be showing a different WrestleMania uh, on Sunday evenings on ESPN. So they're going to, I think, uh, WrestleMania thirty is one of them. I think thirty two and I think thirty five, I believe, are the. Um, Not on the main one. On ESPN. Bullshit! Really. Wasn't ESPN showing like marble racing the other day or something? Hang on, I have it right here. So uh, here we go. Yes, ESPN is going to air encores of previous WrestleMania events over the next three Sundays on their flagship cable network and their mobile app. The first showing will be this Sunday at 7 p.m. They're going to air WrestleMania 30. And then uh, on Sunday the 29th, they're going to air WrestleMania 32. And then on Sunday, April 5th, which will be... At 3 p.m., so before <laughs> this year's WrestleMania, on Sunday, April 5th at 3 p.m., they're going to show WrestleMania 35. So, yeah, so ESPN's doing a little uh, WrestleMania marathon. What What are the other times, though? 7 o'clock for these first two Sundays and 3 o'clock for the last Sunday. Wow, I can't believe that. What great exposure. Right. That's incredible exposure. That's insane exposure. Wow, good for WWE. 
it sucks yeah. they don't have a real mania to be able to put in and make money off of this exposure. Right. right. Damn. I feel bad and, for him. I do. I, I feel did... bad for him. Stop talking over me. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. ESPN two showed marble racing the other night. Yes. <laughs> Just so people know, I wasn't. <laughs> We're all going a little crazy in these uncertain times. So, Oscar, uh, we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross backstage. And invited Oscar to SmackDown next week, challenge her to a match. And then we had Miz and Morrison. I was out of the room when this started, and I seriously <laughs> thought that was New Day and Big E. And I was shocked to see that was the Miz imitating Big E when I came back into the room. You know, I know where you were. Huh. Your Bluetooth kicked in, didn't it? <laughs> no, I was actually scanning items into my pantry app. Uh, to make sure that I've got enough canned goods. No, he was manscaping. Do you, do you have enough? Yes, I'm, I'm good for a couple months. Good. But seriously, um, the Mrs. Big E impression is on point. I just want to put that over. <laughs> yeah, he did do a good job. He did. But what do you think of this segment? I mean, Miz and Morrison imitating uh, heavy machinery, them. the Usos. Oh, this is them at their best. No yeah. question. This is... Both of them. They're very funny with this stuff. I thought this was funny as hell. This is this is one of the advantages of having an empty arena show is you can edit something like this together. Uh, Gio Rio giving <clears throat> a 20 euro super chat. We are international Ooh. here. Saying thanks, Mayor Morgan, and good luck with your work. AEW for me still... Felt for me still as a spectacle while SmackDown for some reason emphasized the emptiness, maybe the lights, and too much Michael Cole. I wish everyone a lot of strength. Thank you so much, uh, Gio, for that uh, super chat. I agree. I, I agree with Gio Rio. I don't want to compare the two, but there was no comparison still. AEW smoked this show too. Yeah. Uh, it was better though. It was better, but they got to like dim the lights on the empty chairs. I think that's for me, the, the toughest part, but that being said, okay, so they got weird with this tonight, right? I mean, we had uh, Morrison in a unicorn costume, Ms. Morrison in, in bacon suits, imitating heavy machinery, imitating the That's Usos. Um, 20 euros is officially $21 to 51 cents American. <laughs> for those wondering at home. Um, wow, dollars really dropped. <laughs> I, need to, I wanted to calculate that real quick for you. Did you say that's $21? If I did my math right, yeah, it's $21 US. I'm not trusting your math right now. Chat well, it's not, it's not, it's just, just use use your phone, Morgan. Come on. <laughs> no, no, that's about right. We have, we have a Morgan, European. What are you, wait, time out, time out. Let's rewind that. You don't call me Morgan. I'm not like your, you're not my point guard on my basketball team or my college roommate. Or I'm your, I'm your, conversation I am your, I had to have, listen, with my own wife. How about that? When I was in college, my wife, who's now my wife, referred to me as Morgan. And I had said the same thing to her that I'm saying to you. All right, don't get You're hot. not my point guard. You ain't my coach. Don't you get hot. Wait, wait. Fella. Time out, time I am out. Your, I, am your pod, I am your podcast colleague. So yeah. what would you like me to hey, call LeBar. you? LeBar. <laughs> you can call me LeBar. That's what all my what friends are you, call a 19, me. You're like a 1989 out-of-date bully. Morgan, you can call me LeBar. It's fine. Hey, LeBar. You can call me. You can call me J Bar. You can call me hey, whatever. Jeffries, you... if you're wondering who that is, 
That's my neighbor. If you see me pointing, can you see me pointing? Yeah. Hey, Jeff, wave to everybody. Wave. Uh, you guys better be. Can you see him? Yes. Uh, my podcast. Do you, do you want me to call you Mr. Mayor or the Blueprint? Matt. <laughs> uh, Steve Marchisili with the 99 cent super chat. No words, just money, just tossing money at us without even comments. I respect that. I feel I like, like I should I get wound up. Yes. Uh, and then Mighty Doug Thompson, 999, spending that on our podcast instead of the WWE Network, saying, Love the podcast. Long live Raj back. If you need something, get your minds off this craziness. I have a wrestling sci fi comic on Amazon Kindle for free for the next five days. It's called Grapple wow. Hold. Everybody go check that out. Oh, that's cool. Thank it's you very for doing cool. that, by the way. That's, that's cool. awesome. Um, speaking of Rajback, Matt Morgan, last night, instead of going to sleep at a timely hour, I listened to the hour-long interview you did with Ryback on his podcast. That was think? really good. That was a really, really good interview. It was interesting. You guys have so many similarities, and I think that to hear oh. you guys just chopping it up was uh, was really interesting. Yeah, he was popping me a lot. He's funny. Um, yeah, it was good to get, get his perspective. We got to get him on here, seriously, all jokes aside. Um, I can't do it. I'm trying to be serious, but I can't. We need to get him on here so we can straight up clown Raj. <laughs> um, it was good how you explained it, like to hear Raj explain Raj back, and then the way you were just like, you don't understand. He doesn't show up for his own goddamn podcast, and then when he does, he name drops <laughs> you. <laughs> Like 50% of the time. Like, that's what was awesome about it. You were just, like, being so real with him. He leaves us stranded on his podcast that he owns. Yes. Highly recommend it. Uh, listen, You can find Ryback's podcast everywhere. Matt Morgan's on but, the latest episode. But what, but what a smart business move. He owns this oh. podcast and has us making money for him, and he's probably getting paid by Ryback to go into that one. To be clear, me and Glenn both say that i think we said it in unison the first time we ever said it yeah. yes it's a genius business move yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna However, he still don't know what's happening on his own podcast <laughs> i'm just shutting up right now um uh jim viviano buck 99 you justin redskin suck <laughs> <laughs> go shut your ass jim uh, thank you for the dollar ninety nine. Oh, Raj, thank you for the dollar ninety nine, Jim. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, anyhow, uh, Michael Manessi is saying Raj is getting his drink on. It's it is Friday. He he does like a cocktail or or some wine. What was the wine he was drinking that time on the podcast? It was just funny. I can't remember what it was, but it was funny because it was like not red or white. It was like Pinot Grigio or like a little highfalutin <laughs> wine or something. Where I was like, Pinot Grigio I'm, is white wine. Yeah, but if you refer to it as Pinot Grigio, like you're highfalutin. Fancy. Yeah. For me, you know, and I live in wine country, and for me, it's red and white. Maybe rosé. I don't get into this. Oh, it's a Merlot. Oh, it's a Malbec. Like either. Yeah. yeah. Jackson Callens uh, paying us dollar ninety nine. Tell some bad news, saying Cobra Kai won't be till September. Now, I have to verify uh, that. Hope that's not the case. Wait. I don't understand the reasoning as to why, though. Why can't didn't they already do it? It's already season three is already shot. Let me uh, Google this. It's funny. So why would they not release it while everybody's home? I don't know. Um, I'm not seeing this confirmed. Let me look. Uh, do you know what I mean? 
that would do a monster number, I'm sure, if however they rate it. Yeah. Let's see if I can get this confirmed whilst we uh, talk about things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I will look into that. That is breaking news. That is, takes precedence over all of professional wrestling. Steve uh, Marcuccioli, Buck99, saying Battle of the Mayors at WrestleMania, Blueprint versus Kane. Um, Xavier Leone, perhaps with the Super Chat of the Night, $2, saying these Super Chats pay for <laughs> Rogers Daiquiris. Daiquiris. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, Mark saying, uh, I should do the same and go on Virgil's podcast. And I'll just name <laughs> drop that all the time. You know, I was on Virgil's podcast the other day. Virgil's no lie. Podcast? No Does lie. He, if you want to see something funny, yeah, go to YouTube and type in myself and Virgil. I once had Virgil in studio for Chair Shot Rally where I had Virgil read mean tweets about himself, and they all went way over his head. It was tremendous. Uh, poor Virgil. And he signed up for it. <laughs> okay, I'm looking now at the creator of Cobra Kai, or one of the showrunners of Cobra Kai, and I'm not seeing anything about a delay yet. Folks, you want to know how Raj is not watching his own podcast? Because right now, uh, Glenn's phone would be ringing off the hook with text messages galore of Raj telling him to move on with the show right now. I think Raj agrees, Cobra Kai, like, hey, coronavirus. He ne- dude, he would, never be, he would never be okay going this far off the rails to find out the time, though. I should call Raj right now and see what he's doing. Be like, Glenn's just talking about Cobra. Yeah, actually, just do that, like, hey, Raj, what's up? I should call him right now. <laughs> uh, Wayne Montgomery, 499. This is for Mayor Morgan. Just keep what you do and keep your city safe during the virus is going on. Love you, man. Keep it up. Oh, I know you, Wayne. Man. I actually know Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. That's a nice. good dude. I know Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, HJZ saying uh, Virgil Steen is real. That would be me and Virgil's name when I start doing Virgil's podcast. <laughs> I saw a great meme the other day with Virgil. It was it was that famous picture of him at like a meet and greet with nobody in line for him, and it yeah. said it said Virgil started social distancing a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is good. Oh man! Uh, so back to Miss Morrison. Uh, this led to a match between Miss Morrison versus Heavy Machinery tonight. Decent length match. Uh, what did you think of Heavy Machinery without the live crowd there, Matt? It's not the same thing. They're they're a gimmick, right? The worm, his act, everything that 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 uh, not Tucker, but the other one does is all gimmick and for the fans, for the live audience. So uh, very different, very different. I, I would argue they had a very difficult task because his is so inclusive to the fans that are in those arenas. He had a hard hard job tonight, is what I'm saying. But you know, Matt's not wrong about that. So much of their act is very like audience participation, um, you know, driven. But but I'll say this: that heavy machinery actually is one of the better acts that shines in the empty arena situation because they do so good talking in character and doing so much uh, stuff in character in between the moves. And I could hear every word of it tonight because you didn't have crowd noise. That like actually like. It, it like actually amplified them in a way positively to me. Like when Otis was getting kicked and stuff like that by Morrison in the early part of the match, Otis is, you know, he's, he's talking, he had comments, he's rubbing his belly and like, you could hear it all. It's kind of like they, they, they made it work to their advantage. What do you Grant- say? 
Well, just the stuff that Otis would say, like, oh, that's my belly, big boy. I don't know. Like, he just he, he, like, made it entertaining. He made it as entertaining as possible. Glenn, you f that all up by laughing before I got him to say these things. Thank well, you. commit to it. Commit to it, Justin. I want a reenactment for the benefit of Mayor Morgan here. Oh, um, Tucky hit my belly. Something like that. I don't know. Did he say that? Something like that. I, I didn't catch it, so I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm no, no, but it, but if you go back and watch it, he like I don't know. I, I remember I tweeted this as I was watching because I didn't want to forget the thought. Like he just they shine because like they they are really good at like doing the little things in between the moves. I don't know. Okay. But you're right, Matt. You're not wrong though. Like it, it sucks oh, to have. Thank you. It sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Matt is a little understandably <laughs> salty tonight. Morgan is thank not you. wrong in this situation. You need oh, to have crowd to do the worm. I'm thanking him. How's that salty? No, you you sort of you're one of those people, Matt. Do people ever ever have to ask you, like, wait, are you being sarcastic or since because you have a little tone sometimes where I can't tell. That's the point. Yes, that's how I pop myself. <laughs> and then later you can just say I was being sarcastic. Versus, hang on, versus if you heard on the podcast, I'm not just plugging it, but if you heard on the podcast with Ryback, that's on my garage right now. Um, Name dropping right, right, uh, right back when he was talking in the conversation about wanting to like go off on people and having to control himself like Bruce Banner and the Incredible Hulk when he meets fans in person. Did you hear that? Yeah, it was good. I thought, I thought that was the funniest thing ever that he had to tell that he's telling himself that you know, relax, this probably isn't that fan that was talking smack about you on Twitter. <laughs> and how do you put it? So it's funny. like the Hulk having to be eloquent. And just go through those motions. That was good. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Joe Kafaro with the super chat. Do you guys see a title run for Edge in his return, or do you see his program with Orton running through SummerSlam? I don't know because I don't know. Hang on, I don't know how many dates he has and how it's all set up. You guys said he has like four dates, right? Four matches, I think, wasn't it, Justin? So then, no, I don't see a title run for him. No, I think I think you're gonna see Edge at the Saudi. I think you'll see him at the two Saudi shows a year, and then you'll probably see him at like a Mania, a Mania a SummerSlam. Summer yeah, but I don't I don't think you know you're not you're not gonna be seeing him at a you know Backlash. <laughs> no, and I don't even think he'd be interested in the in a title, right? You know what I mean? No. no. Uh, so Ziggler got into it uh, with Otis showing him photos of him and Mandy hanging out. And uh, that distracted Otis and Otis <laughs> to steal chair shot. Uh, referee called for the bell, so the Miz and Morrison won due to DQ. Ziggler looked down from the stage. Otis was super emotional. It's good fire. Things in the ring side. It was good fire by Otis. I mean, he laid some chair shots in. It was good, good fire by Otis. We, we saw a different gear, a different level. But up to this point, Otis has been Chris yes. Farley. It's always yes. Chris Farley, funny man. Yes. This is, this is what a, you just said. Yeah. Yep. DJ Brian C, $2, super chat, saying, Matt, how great is Richard Drummond's mustache? Amazing. Amazing, DJ Brian C. It's the we, the best stash there is. It, that has to be Richard. Um, incredible. It's a, it is a full Fu Manchu and pulls it off somehow. He's able wow. to pull it off. Uh, it's, a very man, it's a very manly mustache. Is there a, a womanly mustache? 
I don't know. I'm just trying to make something. I don't know. What do you want from me? I don't, I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm like, what's if that's the manliest mustache, what's the least manly? Um, maybe the little like fancy in the middle, dead center, the center square, Bob. <laughs> no, can't touch your face. Not supposed to touch your face. That's why somebody commented on this podcast the other day. Uh, how much face touching we all do throughout this. I do it all. I, I can't help it. You're right. They're right. That's why I'm in isolation because I'm I'm like I literally cannot stop doing it. I don't trust myself to take the chance. Yeah, man. Uh, so my mustache is better than Glenn's, by the way. Just put it out there. Sorry, Glenn. Hey, when this beard finally comes in, it's going to be incredible. It's a work in progress. For, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you to a beard off because yours comes in patchy. <laughs> Neither one of you can grow the connector. What's the connector? I could. Matt, what age did you start? Well, okay, first, uh, two I questions. Use my, I use my Manscaped stuff this week, so I've, I've, I've oh. chopped some stuff off. Ah. Wait, you went from balls to face? <laughs> yes, he did. I'm glad you said it, Glenn. <laughs> and back again, I'm sure. Um, Matt Morgan, what age did you start shaving at? Oh, my God. I was a very late bloomer. I didn't even really? shave until college. Like well, senior year, senior year in college. And what was, when did your height really shoot up? My who? Your height. When did it become clear that you were a genetic giant? Oh, eighth grade, six foot three, Duncan and layup lines. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm late shaving <laughs> as well, but no, I'm always curious about that. I always envied the guys in high school. Remember the guys that like had like the weird sort of mustache coming in? They like hit puberty early, but they weren't shaving. There's always like that strange look. Yeah, I don't know. I think yes. of that all the time for some reason. Because you can't grow that kind of creepy-looking mustache as an adult. That's only a thing that happens to some teenagers. Uh, right. Anyhow, let's talk about Roman Reigns out there for the contract signing with Goldberg. These two guys getting face-to-face, -face, staring each other down tonight. Uh, they went back to that tweet that Reigns sent out. God, what was it, back in January? Uh, talking about Goldberg taking the risk of hitting his head on the door. Um. I don't know. Did this get you more hyped for this? Goldberg calling him a punk. Uh, Roman talking trash back. <sighs> Again, they keep like get another word aside from bitch. I feel like we hear bitch three times an episode on WWE programming lately. They really need some better smack talk. They they do. That word has lost its power, like or it's whatever you want to call it. It's a shock factor, if you will. It yeah. I'm, I felt the same way. It was a th it's a throwaway word. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm no more excited for this match, and I mean, I don't expect much more than. I'm not. I mean, yeah. this the five minutes tops is what this is going to be. It's going to be to an. It's going to be to once again try to anoint Roman as, as as one of the flag car carriers of the show. They won't have any booze in the arena, <laughs> so there's that. Um, and you know, and Roman's a hard worker, but I just I, and and, I, and and he's gotten more support overall from the WWE universe since coming back from the last um, cancer you know, about uh, that he had, which that's good. But like, I just, I just don't buy into this. You know, I, I, I don't, I just, I don't, I, I just don't care a lot. Uh, and you know, let's throw, let's throw away from me. This much. It's unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, but I feel like that's not for us. That's not for the hardcore fans. That's for the lapsed fans and the casual fans. 
it is what it is. Uh, so final thoughts on SmackDown tonight, Matt. Not better than I hate keep saying it. It wasn't better than AEW. Um, you know, to be fair, I also was insanely preoccupied. Um, do you know, attending this uh, uh, important phone call I had. Um, but again, I would argue AEW would. I would be very quick if I missed that AEW and saw glances of it to want to immediately go watch it all on YouTube um, and catch up on it somehow. With this SmackDown, I didn't do that. I saw a face-off with Roman and Goldberg, and I was like, man, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. I thought it was better than what they've been doing, to be fair, right? Oh, much. Starting it off with Gronk did nothing for me. I'm not impressed by Gronk. I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm not impressed by Gronk as a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, but again, that's not. It's it's just he's skinny. He's skinny and wiry and stuff. So it's like, like even when he's in the ring. Remember when he uh, uh, tackled uh, a Jinder? Yeah, I was like, come on, like Jinder looks like a Greek god. Even back then, he did mus- musculature wise. You know what I mean? It just I don't know. It looks like a lanky-ass basketball player. Well, speaking of AEW, Justin, what was the rating this week? Uh, the viewership for AEW, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was AEW topped the 900,000 mark, and uh, NXT was under 600,000. Um, where does that rank for AEW? Was this indeed their second highest rated show? Uh, if it wasn't the second, it was probably the third. Yeah, because I mean the, first, the the highest is their debut. It was over a million. This was this is up there. This is definitely in the top top three. And a low for NXT doing barely over half a million, I believe. Correct. Hey, what did AEW do? AEW did. Uh, it was over. I, I believe it was over nine hundred and forty thousand. Uh, I don't have it fast enough in front of me. Uh, and NXT did under six hundred thousand. I believe. Um, What's the most AEW's ever done? Their debut, they did one point one million. I think it was. What was that rating? I told you that TNA did multiple times. One point four. Wait, are you guys talking about ratings or viewership? Because I'm giving you viewership numbers. I'm not giving you ratings. What happened to ratings? Why don't people give ratings anymore? I think percentages, someone decided that that time was more impressive to be like, oh, 1.4% of all TVs were tuned to this last night as opposed to saying... A- a- here it is. AEW did 932,000. NXT did 542,000. So what's that rating? Then? I-, I don't have the rating. I'm just telling you what the viewership number is. I, I think rating has become less and less... Yeah, I never the way, heard anybody say it anymore. The way, well, and and like the way that the ratings are formulated, and both in like TV and radio is weird. But so this this is the viewership number. The viewership is what I go by. So I don't know. there you go. All right, Mister Decrescendo, <laughs> kind of just sailed off there. Huh. I'm, I'm reading. I'm trying to do euro to the dollar math. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm doing a lot of shit over here. I mean, you know. Hey, what did the fans in the super chat? Did they add up what the twenty-one euro was? Well, there's Come an online on. converter. Um, euros I'm correct. It was. Well, I'm correct. It was twenty-one. Yeah, that's, that sound about right. No. Well, thank 20, you. Twenty. Twenty-one fifty-three U.S. Well, go ask. That's Rob. ridiculous. That, go that, by the way, that's ridiculous that that guy gave that much. I don't know why people are giving us money. Raj and Raj, <laughs> we will read your comments for free. Don't put money in it. 
I mean, really, if you say something poignant, but more importantly, if you have a comment and it makes me laugh, there's a very good chance it's going on the screen if I see it. Seriously, like we do this show for you guys, honestly. Um, seriously, am I am I wrong, guys? Like we're that's, no, we like. Yes, we love talking about wrestling. We're still fans, even though I was a wrestler myself. I'm still a fan, diehard. Um, but a lot of the reason we do this is, especially now, is to keep so many of you guys entertained and get your mind off, you know, other stuff. So don't. It makes me feel guilty when I see you guys do super chats. Don't you know? Don't waste your money and use an asterisk or something. So we know you would have spent money, and Glenn will know to go to it and then read it. That's gonna be our code. <laughs> Wait, but the, is gonna delete all of this when he. Does. But Matt, wouldn't everybody then just put an asterisk and be like, "Yeah, I was gonna give you a thousand dollars, but I didn't." Yeah. Read my super chat. Yes, but moral of the story is like seriously, we don't. You know, well, so, we're supposed to be doing this, especially right now. Get people's well, mind off stuff. And let me tell you, I. At four o'clock today, we kicked off work for the day and we're thinking, oh, let's watch a movie. Let's do something and realize, oh, shit, I've got to watch wrestling tonight. But quickly yep. that yep. turned into, but wait, I get to do the podcast tonight. And that I was looking forward to. Wasn't looking forward to SmackDown, but I was looking forward to doing this podcast. So, uh, so were our viewers. Yes. Um, so, Mighty Doug Thompson bringing up an important point. Gronk sounds like a TurboGrafx mascot i know what he's referring to bonk's adventure the game on the turbo graphics so justin you're too young for this sit it out for a second mr matt morgan in the early 90s yep. were you uh team super nintendo team sega genesis or team turbo graphics 16 definitely team sega genesis that's where it was at i, I had did on the turbo genesis. graphics though sega genesis was the first step up i had that before yeah. like turbo graphics was good but it was very rare none of my friends had that yeah honestly. Do you remember I, Neo Geo? I had a Neo Geo. Of course you did. You spoiled the No, 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 no. Matt, did. I did you we've talked about this. I wrote about video games as a teenager. They just sent them to me back then. No, we've not had this conversation. We've I, talked sure, about this. That's why people tweeted that clip of me on MSNBC when I'm like 19 years old talking about the Rumble Pack. I thought it was about music. No, I I did that before music. When I was 14, there are awkward photos. I'm going to, you know, this is a reward for the podcast. In fact, I'm going to find one and show you a photo of me on PBS talking about computer and video games uh, that I think everyone will get a nice laugh out of here at my did ever, expense. Did you ever have a Dreamcast? After I had Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and I had a Sega Dreamcast. And then I had, and, and PlayStation. Did you ever have a Dreamcast? Dude, I had, Dreamcast. I had every, I think I, I stopped, you know what? I stopped video games for a little bit. Uh, until the PlayStation came out. Dreamcast had a game. It was called Crazy Taxi. It was really cool. Uh, had a good football game when the like when the Vikings were real good. Randy Moss. Look at that oh, picture, at Glenn. Glenn. Sixteen years old on PBS's Computer Chronicles, talking about computer games. So wow, yes. Glenn. Glenn, you are a child celebrity. I wouldn't go that far. Um, but like in San Francisco, I wrote for the paper. I don't know. It was neat. It was a good, it was a good life. It was good. I got to go to like uh video game junkets about wrestling. Remember like when Acclaim did those early home video games? Yes. Yeah. So that yes. was fun to get to go, like go to those events. Um, but so, yeah. No, I do so something political that might come into play with w with WrestleMania I, this oh, earlier. Tell. It's not like breaking right now. It's, it's a couple hours old and Matt might even know. So the, uh, Orange County mayor of Orange County, Florida, that there's a 
curfew now is going to go in place for Orange County residents from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. I don't know if that's going to spread through all of Florida and what that would do to WrestleMania. But again, we talked earlier about WrestleMania maybe being taped. They might tape some of these matches. So when we see WrestleMania, it won't even be live. But I just thought that I'd put that out there for those curious. Uh, Tampa is not in Orange County, so they won't be affected by that curfew. But it's it's inevitable. I, I, you know, it, it has to re- reach there eventually. What county? What, what county is Orlando in? Where the performance center is? Orlando's orange. That's what I mean. That's where perfor- that's oh, where WrestleMania is going. That's what I'm trying there? to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were in Tampa for some stupid reason. Yeah. For mania. No, you're yeah. So I mean, again, uh-huh. 11 p.m. curfew is not a big deal if it's going to end up being. Get it done before 11. You don't think? Maybe, but it, but past WrestleManias have said if it starts at seven, it's. But but Glenn and I were talking about this earlier. I think before you jumped on that, it's very possible they might end up taping a lot of these Mania matches. I don't see what the difference would be, right? You know, yeah. it, it's a closed set. You, you know, you won't have leaks unless I mean, you know, if you if I have a leak, you'll know who it is. It's one of X amount of people. So I mean, it's possible. Yeah, in fact, in fact, I would advise they do that. I would take the next X amount of days and get these matches in the can. That you know what I mean? That yeah. way they can honestly guarantee to people, like, hey, we actually really yeah. did put on WrestleMania and we did actually practice safe social distancing while we did it. Yeah, because even if Florida shuts down and makes yeah. an, even, an even crazier except, rule. Except, well, except of the court, of course, the main part of it, which is the two wrestlers slamming each other. But by That's them, t- exactly safe social distancing. But well, by people them, were but, freaking but outside them, about Goldberg and Roman getting in each other's faces. People were, yeah, like oh, that you know, t- t- didn't Ryan Satin tweet something about that? Not to throw Satin under the bus, I feel like that was a Ryan Satin tweet tonight. I didn't see no. that. I I almost made a tweet about Dolph Ziggler joining Michael Cole at the commentary desk. I'm like, shouldn't Ziggler be sitting at the Spanish commentary desk and have six feet in between them? Yep. I mean, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Satin did tweet about that. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for somebody to make an old comment and say you're in an at-risk group. You should stay home and self-isolate. Seems like topical, but they'll never do it. Maybe in AEW, but not in WWE. Uh, While we're talking about video games, I'm just going back to this because we're stretching this out a little for the people that are paying attention. Uh, Savan Favar is saying, Paperboy for the original Nintendo system was great, Uh, which leads me to comment, Matt, what is your favorite arcade game from back in the day? Not home, arcade. Now, now, I'm sorry, but Paperboy was a thousand times better in the arcade than it was on the the at-home system. Not even close. Much better. Um, Super Mario's, I, I probably spent the most time on either that or Mike Tyson's. But what about in the arcade? You know I mean? Like, what'd you put the most quarters oh. into? Oh, dude, NBA Jam or TMNT or Mortal Kombat. One of those three. I regret in the 90s, I could have bought a 720 degrees machine, the skateboarding game. I could have bought one for like 500 bucks 25 yes. years ago. I remember that. Because of that joystick, you can't play that at home because of the way that circle stick. That is my favorite arcade game of all time. Okay. Um, Justin, defying you, Matt, defying you and giving $4.99, saying as much as I love WWE stars jumping to AEW, when do you think AEW wrestlers would start doing the same going to WWE, and would it have the same effect? No, I don't know. It should, but it won't because uh, as far as the press, the wrestling media goes, yes, the gossiping about it, yes. But as far as WWE taking an AEW talent and bringing them right away and using them as big bona fide stars, 
I don't see it because they're too proud to do that. We've seen that year after year. But unless it's Cody or those with past history in WWE, the only people I could see them doing that with is Kenny. Who else? Um, I think it takes oh, Jericho. What's back. his name? MJF. MJF. Oh, yeah. It, to, I mean, I think to answer that guy's question, most of the talents that came in with AEW on the ground floor got three-year deals. So it's not going to happen until at least three years. And it'll be a case of if Vince or Triple H was ever making decisions for whatever brands at that time, uh, you say, oh, look, this Orange Cassidy character looks entertaining. We could do something. Let's all from here. MJF, let's all from here. Wardlow. So it won't be for at least another two years until these guys' contracts start coming up. And then it's going to be like, all right, let's see if we can outbid them. If I was... With Adam Page, could you imagine if he started cutting promos outside the Performance Center parking lot? If they really just wanted to keep turning him in distance, like that's that I think like they wouldn't do it. That's a little too WCW. I think something like that would get people talking. It would be a good angle at some point if this rivalry stays heated. Terry Allen Jr. again define Matt. Stop telling people not to do it. Now they're just giving us more money. Saying Roman is champion doesn't help the company. If Vincent New Star is ready years ago, Cesaro, he would have been wonderful. Yes, yeah. but hitched his wagon to Roman Reigns. By far. This is all true. Yes. Uh, Clay Ford saying, oh shit, arcade games, Afterburner and Splatterhouse. Remember, remember the first time you saw the arcade game, you could sit inside and it would like, some of them would even go upside down, but they would like, go back and forth with it and stuff. That was like the most mind-blowing thing ever to me as a child. It was. I still kind of want one of those. I wonder how much they cost. Um, what, else do we, what else do we got, Justin? I already did all of it. Mania is on ESPN, and we talked about them taping stuff for Raw and SmackDown these next couple weeks and taping WrestleMania. That's all I got. Uh, uh, Ahmed is saying, why didn't I ask Justin about arcade games? Justin, were you young enough to where arcades were still a thing when you were growing up? Yes, arcades are a thing, but I wasn't a big I, w- I wasn't a big arcade gamer. Like I said, I, I had a Nintendo when I was really, really, really little. Sega Genesis, Sega Dreamcast, had PlayStation, PlayStation Two. Then I kind of started to fall off. There you go. There you have it. Is there anything else you guys want to cover here on this Friday before we go back to the real world and all of the reality we live in? I'm going back there right now. I gotta go. Okay. Till next time, we'll see you back here Monday. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Lobar, Matt Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Gang Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, and we'll see you back here soon.